Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of Waking Up, where I hope to take you along many fascinating journeys about this world, the world we thought we lived in, and what we actually are dealing with. I think a lot of people the last two years have been waking up, but I just thought this would be the most appropriate title for this podcast. You know, we got this woke generation going on, which we'll probably have a whole podcast about that eventually because that word's so funny to me. But I just have woken up to so many things over the last 15 years that it kind of blows my mind. And my mom reminded me the other day that many people still aren't awake or don't know what I'm talking about when I refer to certain um, symbolism with the FBI and the pedophiles or when I talk about um, satanic ritual abuse or when I talk about what's going on in Hollywood or uh, it blows my mind that some people think that Biden won the election. So, I mean, I really honestly does, but that's where we're at right now. So there's so many things and the vaccines, you guys, I can't, I mean, I'll probably get taken down this first episode and I don't even really care. I'm not here to like hold my tongue back or say code words for things. I think it's so crazy that we have to do that in America. I think it's crazy that little old me from Albuquerque, New Mexico had an article written about me in the Associated Press. By the way, I'm looking for lawyers for that because this is crazy. But you guys, we got to just keep going and we got to keep talking and we got to not worry about who judges us or who thinks we're crazy for thinking what we think. Because if you're like me, if you don't think what you think, because someone told you, you think what you think, because you've done the due diligence yourself of reading and questioning and just using your mind. And the last couple of years, I have seen people that I thought would be the pillars of society, like men and elderly people that would stand up for the rights and freedoms of Americans, especially because that's where I live. They're the ones wearing the masks. They're the ones walking around, um, you know, making other people wear a mask. It's just not been the world I thought it was, even though I already thought it wasn't the world, if that makes sense, that it was. And every single day, I swear to God, I wake up to something new and I'm sure you do too. And I don't know everything and I'm not here to say I do. I'm just here to share some of the cool things I've learned and some of the things I'm sure will interest some of you and some of them won't. You know, some of you will probably skip a podcast or air 10 or never listen to me ever again, but it's your choice. And that's the beauty of America. And hopefully we soon get choices back to listen to podcasts like mine that are going to be on a little controversial side. And the first thing I want to talk about today in episode one is God's plans. And I'm not saying I know everything about God because I don't, but I do know one thing about God, that he is love and you are made in the image of God. And if you are made in the image of God, male and female, then you're pretty darn perfect, wouldn't you say? And I think... One of the biggest things when I read the book of Enoch, which by the way, everybody should read the book of Enoch and the book of Jasher and the book of Jubilees and all those books that they took out of the Bible because they're so important. They're so important to understand the spiritual truth that we have never been taught in a mainstream Christian 
Mormon, Catholic church. Like religions are, in my opinion, you guys, this is my opinion. It's going to make some of you mad. Religions, I'm going to say it louder in my microphone. Religions are the number one fastest way to get people to hell. Because they do not teach the true power of God. They don't teach the true love of Jesus. And they just make people feel condemned and like crap constantly. I'll never forget when I used to teach. I would never do this anymore, by the way. But I used to teach what I what I called Christian yoga. And I even renamed all the postures and everything. But I, I take that back now even. Because 2020 really opened my eyes to yoga and the demons that manifest themselves in yoga. And I'm not saying that you can't stretch and I'm not saying that Christians that do yoga are bad. I'm just saying for me, I've taken it back and I just would no longer participate in Christian yoga. Okay. Don't, don't come for me because I know a lot of people want to come for people these days. But all I'm saying is we have been dumbed down spiritually and there are demons we are dealing with. And if you read in the book of Enoch, they talk about, these demons and how they are here to basically kill still and destroy what God created, which is made in the image of him, right? So if they want to kill still and destroy what was made in God's image, which is you, they want to tell you you're ugly. They want to tell you you're stupid. They want to tell you you're bad. hundred percent of the time, humans don't need bullies because they are their own bully. And sometimes those bullies in their head get so loud that then they open their mouth and bully other people too, which is another really sad and unfortunate thing. But it's just the way the world has worked. I want to share a few things about God today. And the first thing I want to share is when I read in the book of... um Joshua, that the earth, that Joshua prayed for the sun to stand still. And once I read that, and it said, as in the book of Joshua, I was like, okay, one, what's NASA teaching me is not the same as the Bible. Oh, by the way, well, this will be a whole nother podcast, but it's so cool is the giants that's mentioned in Genesis. It's like right there, the first thing and the giants and like we're around before and after the flood. And it's so important to to understand where we're at now. Nobody even talks about the giants. Smith, Smithsonian hides it. Why do you do it? Smith, Smithsonian? Why? Why do you hide truth? It's so weird. It's, it, it's so bizarre. But I mean, that's a whole podcast in itself. But when I read, and this will be a whole podcast too, in the book of Jasher and in the book of Joshua, that the sun stood still, that's not what NASA teaches you, y'all. I mean, that right there. Bible, I don't care if you, you might have saw my logo, it's Biblical Earth, the Book of Enoch. That's that's where it all starts. If you were taught that we spin around 6,666 miles, that's not even science. Science, I mean, try to spin something and see what happens. Everything would stick to the sides. Like nothing we have ever been taught is true. And that we have been brainwashed since we were born. And when you think about why would they lie to us about earth? Then they probably would lie to us about a whole lot of other things too. Right. And I'm not telling you to believe biblical earth. I don't like the term flat earth because that's a distraction. It's a, it's a trigger word. It's a word that makes people turn their ears off right away. But when you talk about biblical cosmology versus NASA cosmology, you got us, you got ears listening. And the thing is, I've been doing uh, 
I did a YouTube thing about uh, biblical earth. I think I called it flat earth back then. But I remember first hearing, you know, the Bible isn't a, isn't a spinning globe book. I thought, yes, it is. And then sure enough, the more I picked that book up and read it myself, that's a true statement. Nowhere in the Bible does it talk about a spinning. It talks about a firm foundation over and over again. It talks about the face of the earth over and over again. It talks about the pillars of the earth. It talks about um, so many things that are not what NASA teaches. And then if you think about the firmament above us, which the Bible talks about in Genesis, well, no wonder the sky's blue. I mean, such a simple elementary question, right? Why is the sky blue? Because there's water above you. Duh. But we're not even taught simple things like that in school. We're taught we spin around, don't question it. And if you do, you're a conspiracy theorist. You got a label on you and it's just absolutely ridiculous. So I plead to all of you to pick up your Bibles. And if you don't have one, order one. And if you need to know what type, there's a few different types. I like the amplified version because it amplifies old King James. You know, old King James is like, how they'll art thee and amplified is he did this. You know what I mean? It's just a little more boom. Another thing is really cool is to understand the Hebrew meaning of a word because it changes a lot and understand that the Bible has so much taken out. It's 66 books we're left with, which is a number of the Illuminati. And if you don't know nothing about that, you will soon continue listening to my podcast, but there's so much to learn. And if you, I am starting this podcast with the Bible because I feel like that's the number one most important thing a human being can do for themselves is pick up that history book and read it and question it and understand it and, and understand that every single thing in it can be proven. It's amazing. It's an amazing book. So yeah. So when I read the book of Joshua and I realized that when um, Joshua asked the the sun to stay still so it could continue this war and God granted that. Well, if that really happened, the whole world would have fallen apart the way NASA teaches us. So that right there got me going on a whole, you know, understanding that we have been lied to. And another thing back to the giants real quick is if you don't understand the giants, you don't understand God plain and simple because God isn't a mean God, but if you read the Old Testament and don't understand giants and bloodlines and everything that goes on, you're going to think he's like a genocidal maniac, you know? So in order to understand God, you have to understand demons, bloodlines, giants, where they came from. And I got one more theory to throw out about the giant thing, because I've heard a lot of people talk about it. Um, if you go back to the beginning of the Bible and it says there were giants in those days and the days after um, the flood. And then you go to when Noah is out of the ark, he decides to drink a little wine, gets a little drunk and he has three sons and Ham, one of his sons laugh at him and the other two Shem and Japheth, they're like, Hey, don't laugh at dad. Well, when Noah woke up, he didn't curse Ham. Which, why wouldn't he curse Ham, his son? He cursed his grandson. Hold on to that thought. If you're a grandfather, would you curse your grandson if your son was the idiot? No, you would curse your son. 
So you got to ask yourself that question. That's kind of odd that Noah would curse your grandson. And maybe, just maybe, I heard this a long time ago from, I don't even remember who, but they said, don't you think that Noah probably saw something of the giant's bloodline in his grandson? And I'm, they, they said possibly the six finger or six toe genetic, because that's known to be a giant DNA Nephilim genetics. So could it be? Hmm. You know, it proposes a question and it's a very interesting question. And those are the type of questions you will see or the type of things you will see all along the Bible if you really read it. You'll be like, wow, whoa, that makes sense. <laughs> whoa, that makes sense. So it's just an incredible book and I highly, highly, highly recommend everybody reading it. Um, you know, the most important thing in the Bible to me is prophecy and the reason I say that is because in Amos 3, 7, God tells us then and he still holds true to it now, which Christians will fight and debate about it. But Christians will fight and debate about everything, if you ask me. So try to be the change in the whole Christian community. And by the way, that word is also addressed in the book of Amos, which is a New Testament book. Um, and it talks about uh, how... Or not Amos, I'm sorry, the book of Acts. And it talks about how after Jesus left and there were all these people that followed Christ and they went to this town called Antioch that they were like, oh, what do we call these people? They used to say the people of the way. And they're like, let's call them Christians. So it was a derogatory name back then and it kind of still is now. And we need to be the ones to change that, in my opinion, body of Christ. We all have a job to do. You know, right now, mine's speaking what I believe God wants me to speak. And maybe yours is doing something else, you know, going out into the streets. Don't be one of those weirdos, though. That has have anybody do you think ever comes to Christ if you have someone telling you you're going to go to hell? Maybe they do. I don't know. I just feel, feel like that's such a bad way of people to get to know Jesus. Get to know Jesus because you're going to go to hell otherwise. Like, they, Obviously, people don't even believe in hell. So why would people don't even believe that Jesus was real? So we got to get there first. Let's talk about who he was and how, why he came here and what he did while he was here. And then we can actually probably get somewhere. But until then, we all are just in the same world learning and growing together. So let's get back to prophecy. As I mentioned, I think a couple times, but maybe just once in this podcast that in the Bible, in the book of Amos, and that's Old Testament, A-M-O-S, chapter three, verse seven, the Lord tells us that he will tell us every, all his plans through his prophets, which he has throughout time. He told about Jesus before he was born, where he was going to be born, how he was going to be born. The stars were aligned when he was born. Um, all this was told to people for years before it happened. Um, actually it was told, I want to say since the beginning of time, since Adam sinned, it was told how they were going to be redeemed, which is a beautiful thing. So God is a loving God. He loves his people and he wants us to be prepared for what's coming. But there's an enemy too. And it's not just one mean Satan. People have Satan all wrong again. And that's why Christians are so ill-prepared to really change this world. And that's, and that's the way Satan wants us, really. And when I say Satan from here on out, I mean the enemy. I mean 
the person, the, the spirit that wants to kill, still, and destroy us as human beings because we are made again in the image of God. And when Lucifer fell from heaven, he took a third of the angels with him. And there's so much that goes on after that. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a huge deal to read the Bible, to understand the world we're living in. You know, it sounds like a fairy tale, but after being and seeing the yoga scene for a while, they truly do believe in fairy tales. Well, no, they don't. They believe in demons and they believe in real demons and they entice them and ask them in. And, you know, people don't even understand what they're doing. They think they're going to an innocent class. And the next thing you know, you're being demonically attacked, especially that Kundalini y'all. If you don't know anything about that, we'll do a, we'll do a waking up podcast about that. But let's go back to prophecy because I have a really good habit of rabbit trailing. So you'll start to notice that I'll always try to come back though. So when I first learned about prophecy, I was in my late thirties and it was because my mom, who's a hardcore Christian, but she never raised me to be like the way she's taught me now, you know, after we're both waking up or all waking up together, this whole world's waking up. So we're not alone in this. It's just, we're on different parts of the journey. That's all. Some people are barely, you know, I look at waking up as just getting out of bed. When I thought of this podcast, some people are barely opening their eyes. Some people are stretching. Some people are actually getting up out of the bed and some people are showering and getting in their cars and moving along. And that's kind of where we're at in this great awakening right now. There's so many people and I'm blessed to know all the ones that are awake. Thank you <laughs> for waking up. But there's also so many that aren't and it's not their fault. We are all there at one time, you know, and nobody, I, I think what I, the, a lesson I've learned in 2021 and two is that it, the way they kept the world asleep is by making fun of people who were awake. And it's the like oldest, easiest tactic in the world because it will keep people sh shut up. You know, as soon as I quit caring what anybody thought about me and started doing things like this, it, it changed my life because who cares what anyone thinks about me, but God, he's the only one I answer to. So I mean, let's get back to prophecy because I hear a lot of Christians lately being like, it's the end of the time. Get right with God. It's here. It is, um, revelations and, and they're right there. That's weird. We're, we're, we are here at the end of times but we're not at the end of time. I think we're at the end of this time, like the slavery time. But before Jesus comes back, he says the whole world will know about him. And so many Christians skip that part. They're like, they just skip it. They're like, yep, it's over. And they, and instead of occupying the world, they just like kind of lay down their arms and just be like, yep, Satan won. Well, I say not today, you, you guys. And why don't you like, not today, Satan. The way I look at the world after hearing the Trump prophecies and how God's going to use Trump to, for a two-term president to turn this world around, to give us back the economy, to take us out of the, the slavery system. I'll do another waking up podcast about how we're in a, we are in a corporation and we are owned by a corporation. It's insanity. And we're going to get out of all that. And I believe this year. Now, if you heard my podcast in 2020, I thought the same thing back then. But now with 2020 vision, I can see why God didn't do what I wanted him to do when he, I wanted him to do it. But I still see he's going 
to do it. So here's <clears throat> the, the bottom line here is through the prophecy, God has revealed that he's going to turn this nation around. He's going to make America the nation he ordained us to be. And that is a nation that screams God and Jesus. We used to pray in our schools. God used to be relevant more. You know, what's more relevant now than God, the gay flag, you know, who created the rainbow God. <laughs> so it's, I mean, that's how backwards we've gotten and we are going to get our country back. And if you don't think that if you're speaking death, into our country and you're a Christian, you sh I, I hate when people say shame on you. So I will not say that because you know, you're learning too, but it's time to use your words to change this world instead of be part of Satan's agenda and to just only speak his plans because God's got plans and his plans are to teach everybody who he is to see. Jesus said in the new Testament that we Christians will heal the sick, raise the dead. He said greater works than him, right? Have you any of your bros, Christians out there, raise the dead? Yeah, me neither. We got some work to do, you guys. Uh, we're over here, half the Christians are vaxxed up with aborted babies and mRNA, DNA, which they, I guess, don't even want to admit that's in those jabs. They are, look it up, prove me wrong. Aborted babies are in vaccines, prove me wrong. And people that call themselves Christians put that stuff in their body and wear a mask. Those same Christians would take the mark of the beast. I guarantee freaking to you. I am not perfect. I swear I do all the things that make me not perfect. And I don't care because to God, I'm perfect. So that's kind of where I feel like, um, and I, that might've sounded so stuck up and I'm not, I promise. But to seriously to God, if we saw ourselves like that, like, the perfection he made us and we would stop beating ourselves up so much. And I, I just want to pound that in your, in your heads so much because you are so loved and so perfect. And I just, I feel like at this point I'm kind of rambling a little bit and I don't want to ramble and I'm at 22 minutes and I want to keep this under the 30 minute mark. So I'm going to start to wrap this up. But the bottom line is there's this Trump prophecy and it was told by multiple prophets and they always say two or more prophets speak the word of God. It's truth, but you have to know God's voice. So you have to read the Bible because there is a lot of doom and gloom prophets out there, which yes, the end times are going to be horrid. They're going to be way worse than this. Y'all way worse. You know why? Because we're going to have way more power in Jesus in God and the enemy's battle is going to be way more fierce. So all that to be said, prophets have told us we are about to step into a time where we're going to see the greatest inventions we've ever seen, the greatest healings we've ever seen, the greatest revival in the Lord Jesus Christ we've ever seen. And if you're a Christian and you don't understand that God has work to do before he comes, I ask you please to read the word. And roll up your rapture rug. Quit waiting for the rapture of Jesus Christ. Start occupying until he comes. And when I say occupy, that means go out into the streets and pray for people. Lay hands on people that want to, hands laid on and ask for healing in Jesus name. And I'm guilty of not doing that. There was a time I was real gun ho and then I pulled back. But 
We are all living through this great time right now, this great revival. I believe there's going to be an internet blackout very soon. I believe Trump will be back very soon. And I believe debt forgiveness will happen very soon. And I don't just believe that for no reason, because I want to believe it. I believe it because we have a good, good father that wants it for us. So that being said, Father God, I thank you so much for giving me a voice to speak and giving people ears to hear. I thank you for the children that you have brought onto this podcast tonight and the future that comes. I thank you for giving me the motivation to come back and, and speak again. I pray that people start to turn to your book and your heart and understand who you are and understand the love you are and, and how you created them. And Lord, I just pray that all of us that are fighting fights right now, may it be addiction or in relationships or in jobs or in fear. You've spoken 365 times how we shouldn't fear, Lord, and that's all people have lived in the last two years is fear. So Lord, I just bind the spirit of fear and I loose the spirit of joy, the spirit of uh, happiness, the spirit of of not worrying anymore about things they cannot control, like being sick, Lord, and let people understand it's okay to have germs. It's let people understand you created us to be in the sun. Let people understand the way you created us to be and let us turn back in Jesus' holy name. I love you audience. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for taking the time out of your day. And I am going to drop an episode every Friday. We'll see you soon.